This is Brenda inside the Kid Code Playground, where, in the time it takes to have a coffee break, we shift stressed out families from painful parenting and kid chaos to positive parenting and calm kids using the techniques in the book, The Kid Code 30 Second Parenting Strategies. The unexpected result? You get your belly laugh back and ensure your kids keep theirs. In this podcast, pointed straight at your heart, we understand that parents struggle with two big problems, time and strategies that work on the spot. Every time you tune in, you'll find something to help you get right now relief in an upset with your kids, because every parent deserves a peaceful parenting experience, and every child deserves a peaceful parent. Are you ready? I'm here with Michelle Willett. She is a transformational, um, nope, I said that wrong. Just going to start over. Hello, Kid Code parents. Remember, this is the place that you have full permission to be a mess as a parent. And at the same time, accept this warm-hearted invitation to leave your parenting pain behind. I'm here with Michelle Willett, who is a thought transformationalist. And in the last two podcasts, she shared with us how we can um, change our thoughts really with really simple strategies and also how we can help our kids, um, well, do so many things, dissolve stress, change thoughts, take their power. And today I have some questions for Michelle out of her really wonderful books. So one of the things I read, Michelle, was... Uh, the evaluation process is simply setting your emotions aside. I love that so much (laughs) for a moment and asking yourself pertinent questions about the situation. I'm over the moon. Welcome, Michelle. Please tell us a little more about that. Well, um, it's so nice to be here, Brenda. Thanks again for having me back. Um, I will use the example from the book because I think it's it's identifiable, right? We, we all can relate to it. So there's a situation where you're standing in a social event, right? A social situation. And you have got two of your friends there who are dating. One of them does something that is, um, doesn't sit well with their partner. And they come to you as the third party and said, will you say something? Will you do something? Immediately, our hearts want to help our friends. Immediately, our heads want to jump into the fray and help them solve their problems but does it serve us? Does it serve them if we do? Those are the kinds of moments where it's so important for us to take a step back, remove the emotion. I love these two people, but I can't think about that right now. Does it help them or the situation or me if I step in and say something? In this particular scenario, probably not. That's between them. They need to deal with it. And it goes even a step beyond that. So we, we think about it we evaluate whether our reaction or an action is even necessary. If it is, then we look at the consequences to that. Who does it serve? How does it serve? And it helps us to determine the level in which we need to engage in our lives, right? And, and we all need to have that level. Am I fully engaged in this situation, but on this one, I'm barely touching it. We need to understand what those different levels are, and this is a way to do that. And in this particular scenario, by not doing anything, that was the right answer. Yeah. Walking away and saying, I love you guys and you're my friends, but I have no business being in this and it's not going to benefit you if I get into it. Again, it's back to speaking our truth, 
right? Don't be afraid to say, this is the decision I've made, but this is why. Mm-hmm. And letting people know why you're making these decisions. And then the evening goes on and everybody is, you know, in a much better place. I specifically am in a better place because I stood up for my beliefs. I stood within my core values. I spoke my truth and I made a very reasonable decision on my next action or lack thereof because I took a second and removed the emotion and just really looked at the situation. This will help you in so many different areas of your life. It's unbelievable how many areas of life this touches. So, yeah, well, you know, as you were speaking, I was thinking, wow, this is one way to really live a thoughtful, mindful, um, very sincere life. Absolutely. Absolutely. How would we teach this one to our kids? Set your emotions aside. That's what I want to, that's, you know, I've been studying that for a long time because you know that as the emotion rises, it's really difficult to stop it in its tracks. Right. What do you recommend there? Do you have any? In order for us to really be good at this, (laughs) um, it helps us to understand what our feelings are. And so really we have to take a little bit more of a lengthy approach with small children because they are going to be emotionally driven because that is the creatures that they are. So we have to start with them at a different level in that we need to help them identify what they're feeling. We need to talk with them with their whys. We need to have them understand what they're feeling. And as soon as they can find an understanding to their feeling, it's much easier for us to help them then step outside of that a little bit. And again, anything visual where if they've got a playhouse, my my granddaughter has one of those little tent things in her bedroom. And this is where we, we go to the tent We go to the tent and we sit in the tent and this is where we're going to figure out what our feelings are and what do we feel about this situation. Now we're going to leave our feelings in the tent and we're going to get out of the tent and we're going to look at the situation without the stuff that's going on in the tent and we're going to look at it from a different perspective and we can go back into the tent and out of the tent as many times as we need to because that's where our feelings sit, but we don't need to bring them out here into the world where we're making decisions. And it's at seven years old, She's remarkably good at this. She will go in her tent all by herself at this point. She will take a minute to be like, hmm, I'm really upset or I'm, I, I want to do something or say something to mom and I'm going to go in there and I'm going to just listen to my feelings for a minute and then I'm going to leave those there. So that's her feeling tent. So anything you can do like that to create something for your children where they have a warm, safe place for their feelings, it's going to help them be able to step outside of them. If you don't create the warm, safe space, they're going to want to hold on to them because that's the warm, safe space. Yeah. And I just love that, Michelle, because what the whole goal, as far as I've been able to understand life, is to for me to self-regulate myself back to my nature. And from there, I don't really have any problems because I am joyfully harmless. So to give kids that place where they have a place to look at their emotions and then to leave them. It interests me, especially because um, in teaching kids, I've used, well, I use stories, but to try to convey the idea that there are pure emotions and they are, you're just nature. You feel natural. That's how you know they're pure. They -hmm. don't ever cause you any problems. And then there's the false positive and then there's the negative. So to have this strategy for kids to actually begin to understand themselves. I love the tent idea. I think that I hope every parent makes a tent or has this place where they, that's where they can go just for as long as they need. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And it can be anything. It can be go to the store and buy a throw pillow, something on the floor where they can sit on it and it becomes their little space and anything, any little tiny thing like that, the visual makes it so profoundly real in their lives. Yes. It connects them in such a way that they will truly understand far better than we will as adults. Yeah. You know, um, kid code parents are encouraged to have one spot in their house solely for each person. And that is a no entry, entry zone for everyone else. And the purpose of this spot is where you get to be you. Mm-hmm. You get to bring yourself back to, you get to evaluate as you're saying, that kind of thing. But you, it's, it's a time in to just enjoy yourself also. Yes. And uh, so I just am tickled pink. The, the, the slant that you're bringing to this is so valuable for parents. Well, and I love your strategy, Brenda, and I've read the book and I think it's amazing. Let me just tell you that. But I love that piece of it specifically because I think that's so vitally important for our children to have that place where they, like you said, it's a, it's an end time where they can just be them because we are teaching them at a very young age by offering that, that it is okay to love who they are and, and build that relationship because that's going to be the most important relationship of their entire lives. Yes, it really is. Mm-hmm. And that brings us to the last point that I read in your book that I wanted to discuss with you. And that is your power lies in the way you process and handle information. And that sums up beautifully, almost everything that we've <laughs> talked about. <laughs> it, it uh, yeah, it's um, your personal power is just that, right? And, and uh, we carry it with us. It is with us constantly all day long, every day. And it is the one thing that we have control over. The world is chaos. Our everything that happens around us is an illusion in most places. Even our thought processes, those pre-programmed pieces are there, and those are even illusions. The one thing that is a constant factual thing is our power to choose how we feel about something, choose what we choose to do with those feelings and how that happens to us, the decisions we make, the people we involve our world in. It, it is everything that we touch. And when we tap into that, we become magical creatures. We are the unicorns. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love that. That is so true. Yeah. Uh, that's just great, Michelle. Well, it's been really, really wonderful for me. And I know for all of our parents also um, to have this information from you. And I just want to remind you parents that Michelle has so generously offered to give 10 free copies of one of her books called The Five Steps to Wellness Workbook to you, the listeners. So if you email her through the contact page or on her website, or you can email her directly at contact at balanceyourpath.com with Brenda in the subject line, she'll select 10 listeners and send them a PDF version of the book, complete with all the practice sheets. Absolutely. Yeah. So this information is all in the show notes. So don't worry about remembering it all right now. So Michelle, it's been my honor and privilege and pleasure to to share with you ways that we can help our parents help their kids. Thank you so much. Thank you, Brenda. It has been my pleasure being here. And I I love our dynamic and I'm loving that we were able to give good information to good people. And I love that. And Thank here you. We go. And let's talk again. Yes. Yes. Thank you for listening and making your parenting life and your child's life more positive and peaceful. 
If you enjoyed what you heard, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, please subscribe and rate and review it on your favorite podcast player. If you'd like to take a Kid Code course, yep, you can do it in the time it takes to have a coffee break. If you'd like to become a Kid Code teacher, or if you want to reach me directly to talk about anything Kid Code, I'm here. Thekidcode.ca Instant evolution into positive, peaceful parenting, one upset at a time.